0: The studios of Jay Wolf Productions. Metal Maniacs around the globe unite. Prepare for Metal Mayhem ROC. This is a show where you, a metal musician, a metal maniac, or a new fan of the genre can be interactive and participate in the show. Now welcome your hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever Mark.
1: Thank you, Jeff, thank you. And all around the globe and around the corner, Welcome to the pilot episode of Metal Mayhem ROC. My name is John, the Vernomatic Verno, and my cohort over here is
2: Metal Forever Mark. Thanks, uh, Vernomatic, for, uh, for the intro. And John,
1: thank you. Uh, was, uh, we're going to get right into it. I'll give you a little bio about what we, our experience as uh, metalheads. Um, I've been listening to metal since like their early 70s started off with KISS and made our way up to uh, the metal bands of today. um, Diehard fan of the whole genre, glam metal, uh, hard rock, thrash metal, lived it all, love it all, and what we're doing here today is trying to start a forum where we could uh, run with this and use the listeners and other metal heads as a springboard for Um, an interactive
2: show. Yeah, and I think uh, what happened was uh, John the Vernomatic and I were road tripping to see Judas Priest, uh, what, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now on the Firepower Tour. We decided to go all the way to London, Ontario, so he and I hadn't seen each other in almost 30 years, and uh, next thing you know, we're we're taking a four-hour road trip, and um, we literally just got to talking pretty much the whole way about uh, our experiences with heavy metal, what it meant to us, Growing up, what it still means to us present day, and the fact that we're still uh, almost what 50 now in our 50s. I'm <laughs> and, uh, in my
1: early 50s. You're on the yeah. lighter side of 50. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, not not officially yet, but coming up. But I. But you know, just just and, and the fact that maybe there weren't a lot of outlets for this music, even though there's a lot of podcasts and, and, and things. But but for us, it's like uh, man, there's there's so many great old stories, amazing old classic bands. But there's also a lot of new metal stuff going on that may, we may not always you know catch wind of. So th- that, that was the genesis n- of this whole concept and, and show.
1: And the funny thing about that London trip was, um, again, Mark mentioned we haven't seen each other in maybe 20, 25 years. And we were loading up the car ready to go, and we're going through our CDs, and... You know what, I don't even think uh, we even listened to any of them because that four and a half hours went by like it was uh, five minutes because, again, the labor of love, the excitement that we both had in our voices about talking to each other about what we love. What we love is the the power of metal and the power of uh, unison. If anything that the metal community has, it's a commitment to the genre, the commitment to a fellow metalhead. And it may sound like a cult,
2: but it, it truly is a way of life. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's like like you said, it's kind of been part of my life since uh, pretty much I was a teenager. And here it is, present day. My my mom used to tease me. She used to tell me, you know, Mark, when are you going to grow this music? You know, when are you <laughs> going to grow up and listen to other music? And, and I was like, well, this is not really like a fad or a trend, you know, it's. Kind of part of fabric, not to be cheesy, but like part of the fabric of who I am and what I what I believe in and what I listen to and the relationships that I've made over time with metal music um, across both professionally, personally have, have been unbelievable. And uh, again, right here to present day. So, I, if I may, real quick, I want to give a shout out to that 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 show intro, which we hope to use uh, in the future is a recording by my friend metal Mike Klostek from, from the Halford Band. He wrote that for my Metal Forever site a long time ago, almost 12 years ago. It actually became a song on his uh, Worker album, which we, we can talk about later. And we also want to give a shout out to uh, John Winters and, and this place that we're sitting in, which is this awesome place out in Ontario, um, New York, where... There's all kinds of cool gear and equipment and stuff. So it's a secret location, but where there's a studio here. So we're like, here's a guy who was with metal bands, and um, you know, chance yeah. for us to come do this.
1: It's sort of like, it's sort of like the Bat Cave. You know, it's the Batcave Cave of metal. You don't, you, you know, you don't, and you have to know someone to get here. And you have to be blindfolded when you come down to down the yeah. drive. But um, so if we gave
2: the address, you're going to kill
1: us, right? Pretty yeah.
0: Good. Yeah. And then that's a no go.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> so I just want to expand on what Mark's talking about, uh, about the parents and the metal. And um, part of that, part of our mission on this show is to bridge the old school metal head. Someone maybe my age that used to say, oh, I used to love Iron Maiden. Well, what do you mean you used to? You know, they're touring the States this summer. You still do. And bring those old metalheads up to speed on what's going on now. There's a lot of great stuff going on with some young bands. And the flip side to that is to some of this new generation of listeners of metal, some of the younger kids, expose them to how it used to be, where these bands came from, and the combination of the two – It's a bridge to uh, the metal scene, you know, moving forward. So that's really our mission statement with this show is to bridge everything, educate the old schoolers, educate the new schoolers. And with the help of you, our listeners of this podcast, we're all in this together. This is the pilot show. So we're uh, ironing out a few kinks. But in the future, both Mark and myself, we're looking forward to having guests, having interviews, expanding the show. You know, uh, Facebook Live, which this may or may not be on
2: this episode. But there's a lot of, a lot of um, exciting things we're doing. Yeah, and I think as we were talking about the content for the show, and as much as you and I can literally talk for hours about this, and we've met several times now, each show segment that we came up with uh, kind of became another show segment that we had discussed or that we brainstormed, and that we know that the more interactive this ends up becoming, from the fans, from metal artists, from our interviews, from just some of our segments that we post, we know that it's going to almost you know take a life of its own. And and I think as much as you and I will vibe off each other and talk, I don't think anybody here, present company in the studio here included, want to hear us talk for 30, yeah. 45 minutes each day. So the idea is to get get uh, get everybody that's kind of participating in the show involved in it as well.
1: That being said, I think we're going to uh, jump right into one of these fun little segments. We have a whole list of different segments we're going to do every week that help um, educate everyone and move the show along. So we're going to jump into a segment called now Metal Mount Rushmore. Mark, uh, I'm going to send it to you. Why don't you uh, explain what it is? And um
2: all right. So the Mount Rushmore of metal segment. And John, we may have to have you cut some uh, intros for some of these segments that we came up with, but um uh, the Mount Rushmore is your top four, right? Your top four of pick a subject in the metal world. This first one, because you want to, we want you to get to know who we are a little bit, is just our top four all-time favorite metal bands. And it's uh, a
1: playoff, if you don't figure it out, Mount Rushmore, the presidents. There's four presidents on Mount Rushmore. So when we do a subject Mount Rushmore of this or that, it's four of them. So
2: exactly. So at first uh pass on this I was like okay this is going to going to be easy and then the more I was reflecting and thinking about it and not overthinking it uh it came a little more difficult. So here here's what I ended up with and you don't even know what I ended up with. So for me the first two are easy for me. It's it's Judas Priest by far, my favorite metal band of all time. Iron Maiden number 2 for sure. Um and I know you want to go reverse order for years, but anyway, I'm going top down. Number 3 I'm throwing in Halford and I'm throwing in Halford's solo material, but I'm going to, th- I know it's not cheating a teeny bit. It's going to include the fight stuff, but there's a little window of time, mostly Halford's uh, solo uh, with fight, if I can add that in. And then last, the fourth one for me, and again, this is where I struggle the most, I end up with Iced Earth, believe it or not. And my criteria was when I kind of dug through my drawer of old school CDs, I felt like I had more Iced Earth than almost anything besides Priest and Maiden. And I almost think back, like I listen to every single one of those albums all the time, lots of times. And they've got a lot of deep history with a lot of great singers. So and they're as metal as they get. So I'm going to I'm going to throw ice on my. So my, you're going with uh,
1: Priest, number one, Iron Maiden, number
2: two. Um, what was your third? Halford's solo career, including Fight, which is a so, so a you're, cheap. you're using one of the slots twice with Halford oriented material correct okay, well, and then hey, ice there earth, earth no number right four so Halford three ice earth four that's my mount rushmore on my influences for heavy metal interesting and that's interesting. old school because we had a whole other one we can do which is anything like more current like 2010 and beyond that's that will save that well that's uh, giving you an insight on where mark's
1: going um my four and i'm gonna go in descending order uh is a repeat of mark's uh iron maiden been a fan of iron maiden since early 80s i think they're uh you know, they're, well, obviously they're on the Mount Rushmore of metal. Uh, Number three, now three, two, and one in my book, it depends. um, It's sort of like kids, you know, some days you like your middle boy more than your, you know, it's what mood you're in. Well, these three, these three are my three kids. Uh, I'm going to go, it's international. I'm going to go with Rush, Um, metal, not metal. Uh, some of the early stuff was, you know, it's right up there with like comparable to Zeppelin, Blue Cheer, some of that early 70s um, hard rock. Uh, number two, now this was really hard. You know, I get choked up because, but I'm going to have to go with Metallica. Uh, I've been with Metallica. It's a story I'll share it another time under a segment called Back in the Day. Um, it's a nice little tease for you but metallica is one of those bands where oh my god when they come on it just changes my whole demeanor and my number one mount rushmore uh, band uh is van halen uh they're considered um the the pinnacle of uh, american rock and roll so my four is uh iron maiden rush van halen and or metallica and van halen
2: so, and, so, side note, another segment teaser. Sorry for the annoying glasses. Uh, check these out, man. So, so we also yeah, I, said we have a segment that's upcoming as well called The Great Metal Debate, where j- the yeah, Vernomatic and I are going to get into a little bit of metal debate, and some could argue whether or not Van Halen and Rush are metal bands. We're not going to go there now. But <sighs> I, I would say that, I under- based on what you just said, I accept the Mount Rushmore that you just offered. But we just got handed by our buddy John here, some killer old school priest maiden tickets, rush tickets like ACDC. Well, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, like, awesome. uh, th- that's fabulous. And I, um, you know, it's, it, he's uh, he brought AC. out old ticket
1: stubs and um, John Shear Productions. <laughs> awesome, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a li- it's making me nervous because I have
2: these, uh, too. I might have. I'm some
0: sure you too. do. <laughs> and they
1: are in a um, they're in a, bol- a folder, a binder. Oh, in awesome, my fire man. safe.
0: Yeah, mine are just like but in we're a gonna, little we're, box over here.
1: I just, on the, right. on the fly, I just created a new segment we're going to call, we're going to do, and I'm going to challenge our engineer over there to name the date of the gig. Oh, I had yeah. an old drinking uh, game when I went to college and I had them. I'd have my buddies pull out a <laughs> ticket stub and I can name the date, if not the exact date, within a day on either or. And these are shows going back 30 years. Yeah, I don't know that a long time ago. Uh,
2: by the way, side note. on on So first of all, unfortunately for me, I was not old enough uh, <laughs> to go see Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, not to... Uh, Date you guys, but uh, I came in too late. I came in after. I came in well, Defenders. Hey, let's get a Pri- tease.
1: Uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. There was the Scream of vengeance, Number of the Beast tours. Correct. Saturday night at the Rochester War Memorial. Yeah. And it was late October 1982. That could have either been the 22nd or the 23rd.
2: Tickets in front of you, I couldn't tell you. What does it say? It says 830, no date. Uh, I don't know. August the 30th, whatever year. <laughs> and by no. the way, fast way Fastway Open. That was the Peace of Mind show. Okay, that's a completely
1: different tour. Uh, But that being said, that that was our Mount Rushmore of bands. And that leads us to another segment that um, we like to go into, uh, metal news. And usually, you know, this day and age, you you can get your information anywhere. Twitter, you know, it's sort of like an outdated thing. We're not going to sit here and regurgitate metal tidbits from four days ago that anyone that's really into the genre could find out. But we're just going to do interesting stuff that ties into what we just segued and I have two bits of information from Van Halen, seeing that they're my number one Mount Rushmore happened to be 40 years ago today. Van Halen played a festival with Aerosmith, April wine, Toto and Ted Nugent. It was the California world music festival. Um, and I just happened to get this tweet from the Van Halen News Desk. If anyone's not hip to that loca- that uh, website, it's the creme de la creme for Van Halen News. And what happened this weekend, and more Van Halen uh, information, John Five, a uh, famous guitarist. If you're not into him, we'll be talking about him in the future. John Five and the Creatures... Uh, the touring act they played the whiskey a go-go the other night and they had Corey taylor of slipknot on stage and michael anthony of van halen on stage and they performed three van halen classics and one of the songs happened to be take your whiskey home from the women and children first album which is uh, if you're a van halen fan it's um just amazing that they played it so that's a little bit of uh, rock news that you may not find anywhere else but uh, us here at um, uh, Metal Mayhem ROC, that's, that's part of what we try to do is give you a little bit what you don't find anywhere else.
2: And, and by the way, Vernomack, just taking a mini step back in the show, uh, back to kind of our, our bios a little bit, I suppose. And um, I think you know, what we missed a little bit is the fact that you and I are more than just, I guess, metal fans. I mean, obviously, we're fans of this genre of music. But, I mean, you had a show back in the day, which was called Metal Mayhem, strangely enough. So I want to ask you about that just in a minute. Yep. But I also, just for myself personally, and through that show, you had a lot of experiences with these bands and and getting them on studio and going backstage with shows and all kinds of craziness. So it's beyond fandom. And then myself personally, I've been in the professional soccer world for most of my career and back in the early days of Major League Soccer. And because a lot of European metal bands, like, that's the sport. They love soccer, right? So – that's where I got, I met Iron Maiden and I met um, Judas Priest back in the day. Again, I, I'm friends with Eddie Trunk, and the reason I'm friends with Eddie Trunk back in the day is that a guy that I used to work with at the Metro Stars was best friends with Eddie, and he told me about this show that this guy had, you know, down in New York City that was only on FM radio, and before he had you know Sirius XM mm-hmm. and all his uh, that metal show stuff. So Eddie was cool enough to invite me in the studio, and then along the way, I met a guy named Metal Mike, who I referenced. Um, at the top of the show with that intro song, but my relationship with Mike was really cool because he was in Jersey when I was in Jersey. We became really good friends, but then through Mike and his touring and, and the friends that he knew and the musicians, I just got a lot of really crazy access to these bands. And then, you yeah, know, you mentioned Metallica and your Mount Rushmore. I had a little 10-year run with that band, too, yeah. which was cool, all because of that goes back to soccer again. So... I think we, we're going to bring more insight than just being fans. We're gonna, we we you, you know, and so talk about your show real quick, and then we'll go back into some more metal news.
1: Uh, back in the mid '80s, I was uh, I had the chance to conceive, produce, and broadcast a uh, heavy metal show on Friday night on a local uh, cable access channel, a college channel, and it gained um, it gained a lot of notoriety to the point where we were interviewing Metallica in their early stages um saxon uh some local bands some other up and coming uh national metal bands that never really made it to the level that some of the other bands did but it was my exposure in my really the infant stages of my broadcast career that i have always kept um dear to my heart and that's what led to this re recreation the incarnation of what we're doing here with the Uh, metal mayhem roc podcast it's really a labor of love but we have a lot of plans for this show uh interviews um like we said in our mission statement this is an interactive show for you our listeners so that being said um i think mark has a few more tidbits uh metal news but to answer the question the iron maiden show was october 23rd uh 1982 so spot on with that
2: (laughs) awesome uh, yeah, just a couple more things in the in the metal news at the moment. Um, well, number one, i you know Tesla's out there. They've got a new CD. They're touring. I, I think there's a show coming close to where we are. Rochester. this new- Saturday night, Rapids oh,
1: Theater, uh, uh, up in uh, Niagara Falls. I,
2: I may have to go try to check that one out. I would say that Tesla is just one of my old time favorite bands, and I remember them all the way opening up for um, for for Tesla for for example. I'm sorry for for Def Leppard, and they were actually a replacement. Band opening that show. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing is, uh, I, well, I don't know if you have you heard the new CD or I've heard some mixed reviews on that personally, but I haven't even actually listened to it just yet.
1: Uh, I heard, I think I heard one song called Sounds, or is it the uh, album called Sounds? I've, I've heard, uh, I haven't heard much of it. Fair
2: enough. So so we'll all have to check that out, and, and, and I guess maybe next time we'll, we'll, we'll try to see what that one's all about. Uh, a lot of buzz on the street about the new Overkill. Um, I listen to that uh, soundscape station every once in a while on cable TV, just background when I'm doing stuff around the house, and uh, I've heard some songs from that, man. It's it's pretty freaking heavy, and it's uh, got some the, great Oh, The risks. new
1: Overkill, uh, Wings of War. Yeah. Uh, a couple tracks on there that stand out. I have them down in my notes uh, a killer old-school feel track called Bat Shit Crazy. Um, the the CD ends with the uh this the song called Hole in My Soul. That one um gets eerie. And there's a uh, the video song is a song called Welcome to the Garden State that has a heavy feel of uh, some of the earlier stuff like from Taking Over or uh, Feel the Fire. Some of the first two releases. And by the way, Overkill will be playing Rochester at Anthology on um, Thursday, uh, May 9th. And we hope to have some kind of interaction with the band leading up to that. So stay tuned for some more info on Overkill.
2: Yeah, and then the other thing in the metal news right now, and again, I have not checked this out just yet, but hopefully by the time uh, we we get back together, and I will. I know there's just a lot of chatter out there and a lot of comments about the Dirt, the Motley Crue movie, which is on Netflix. I suppose. Have you seen it, John? Or uh, oh, I, heard, I have not. It, you still? have? Yeah. T T W here has. Okay, so it's good, right? I heard it was really good. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> you uh, didn't see the dirt? Yet? <clears throat> no, did you? Oh, I've seen it three times. Oh, well, okay. Well, then talk about it. What is oh, it? the good, dirt? Bad? Uh, no, it's all
1: right. It's fun, you know. It's, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's like, right. you know, it's like um, uh, you know, I lived through it. I remember, you know, I remember it. I remember
2: what they were talking about. Um,
1: it's all right, you know. It's
2: I gotta check it out. Didn't have uh, to pay for, sure. for it. Um, by the way, we, uh, the, the last – so, so you know, The Dirt, I've got to see it. Hopefully next time we get together uh, I would have seen it. And then um, the last just kind of little tidbit I want to I throw – oh, by the way, I did also see in regards to that, um, Slash made a comment recently that even though The Dirt movie is great and they think it's cool, uh, there's nothing really planned for GNR. I'm sure a lot of GNR fans would, would love to see something similar. But then again, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Um, and then just the last thing we wanted to touch on Metal minute just for this show segment is, um, you know, the fact Dokken uh, just kind of came through town here. I know you mentioned to me sometimes people will be like, oh, Dawkins, you know, they're still around. And and, you know, that is that sometimes is frustrating when you when you hear people say that when when a band like Dawkins has been literally touring almost nonstop for many, many years, including they came here. Year and a half ago, they just came here back in early March. Uh, Their Don was here doing all kinds of media. talked about uh, a, a couple of new projects that he has, a new CD coming out, his own solo CD. Uh, they're they they reuniting for the M3 Festival in Maryland with with um, with George Lynch, which a lot of Dawkins fans think is really cool. And I also just saw uh, Jeff Pilson uh, the other day was commenting on he'd love to have uh, record another album or CD now with the original lineup oh, yeah. and, and have George Lynch and Jeff and all, he, they think they got one more great one in them. And they were talking things like tooth and nail meets uh, lock and key meets uh, back for the attack and just maybe a little more heavier kind of dock and feel. So that would be really cool. Yeah. I, I
1: read that too. The number one hurdle a lot of times with a lot of these acts, because in this day and age, a lot of these musicians, um, they have two or three projects going on, you know, they have to work and, Especially, uh, I think, as Jeff Pilsons, he's touring with Foreigner. And um, there's just a lot of uh, the scheduling. It's hard to get a schedule together for these guys to get together, let alone record. So, yeah, I read that, too. So, hopefully, they can get
2: together and do something that hopefully resembles some of the older stuff. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, I think any other news you want to touch on for this segment? or uh, No, no, that, that's on? about
1: it. Uh, you know, it's, um
2: no. We've got a bunch more, but we'll we'll save it because because there's a uh, you know there's a lot of <laughs> metal news all the time going on, but uh, we thought those are the ones we want to hit on for this show. Uh, time to segue into the uh, last segment for the for today.
1: Well, we sort of touched on it. It's a seg- uh, segment we call "Streaming for Vengeance." A little play on words from "Screaming for Vengeance," but it's a chance to um, share with you what we're listening to, some of the new stuff out there. Um, and in a way, uh, something that maybe you're listening to, you could uh, through, uh, through Facebook Live or uh, emails uh, hype some of the music you like. Um, uh, I, we mentioned the Overkill. Mark, what are, you, what are you listening to? What do you have out there? All right. There, well,
2: I know this is technically streaming for Vengeance, but we're streaming in our car. So, streaming, what I'm streaming right now, I've been listening to the new Nita Strauss a lot. She's actually coming here to Rochester as well, starting her own solo tour. It's instrumental. And a lot of people don't like just straight instrumentals, but I think it's really awesome, really melodic, and I've been digging it. But I also brought some quick little show props for the video. I'm checking out this new Primal Fear called Apocalypse. You ever checked out Primal Fear all that much? Uh, I've heard of them. I haven't. Man, just I don't know. I I just every time I listen, I'm like, ah, I don't know why I don't listen to them more. Uh, Ralph Sheepers is the singer. He he's got. They were saying back when Ripper was in Priest that he also auditioned and. They were thinking about Ralph Sheepers for Rob, uh, or oh. you know, replacing Rob, but then they end up with Ripper. Uh, well, Cobra and the Lotus is another uh, band that I'm digging, and I'm, they got two albums out back to back. They just put them out, Prevail One, Prevail Two. Uh, just they came through town not too long ago, and then here's another band I think you don't uh, know as much about, but they're called Fifth Angel. Way back in the day, I remember walking into house of guitars with my brother, and he was kind of really into like Halloween, and this was I think like around Power Slave kind of tour, but. Um, this, this, this music was playing in the background, and we went up to the guy that was working. We're like, what, what, what band is this? You know? And he's like, Yeah, it's this band called Fifth Angel. So I kind of got really, you have to check out some That's of the old school it's stuff. Uh, well, and, and, hey. and then they just came out with a new one like about a year ago, not even. So I've been slowly checking that one out too. Well, so.
1: that, Mark, thank you. That's a perfect illustration of what the show's about. Even though I'm one of the voices behind the mic, doesn't mean I can't learn. And damn, I've learned something. Throughout this whole
2: show, and, and and one more that we both agreed uh, that Ooh. we like a lot is the is the Saxon, which I, can we still call it new? But it's what thunder? What's this one called? Oh, thunder, thunder, thunderbolt, thunder, thunderbolt, uh, uh, thunderbolt. <laughs> uh, actually, Just freaking heavy, man. Like, yeah, like actually, uh, a funny story with uh, the
1: Saxon tour. Um, going back to the beginning of the show, Mark and I, Mark shared our trip to London, Ontario, to see Judas Priest and Saxon opened up. And Mark wasn't that familiar with them. Maybe knew a song or two. And I grew up with these guys. You know, I've been a fan of Saxon since the mid '80s. So, um, Saxon—it's one of those bands that they're sort of like cut from the same cloth of like ACDC where they don't—they don't—they uh, stay in their lane. It's a, what you what you hear is what you get, and fantastic band.
2: They're also kind of one of those bands when, like, when I listen to this one for the thunder. Thunderbolt, I don't know, I can't get that one right. But when I listen to it, uh, I'm always I'm always like, man, I should listen to more Saxon. And maybe of their full catalog, I've probably checked out three or four releases. I don't have a good explanation for why I haven't checked out more, but every time I listen to them, I'm like, I need to check out more Saxon. So yeah. uh, you probably know more about them than, than yeah, me. Yeah, we'll but. touch
1: on Saxon, great <laughs> band. Uh, they are touring uh, the U.S. this summer in support of uh, 40 years of, uh, of being a band. It's crazy,
2: who, 40 who, who, years. So who else are you checking out right now on your side?
1: Oh, um, uh, um, some of some older acts. Uh, I've gotten into some um, a Ronnie James deal with Rainbow that I never really got into. But any of the newer stuff, uh, the, the new uh, 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 Demon Hunter isn't bad. Uh, I've heard some of that
2: stuff, like uh, here and there. Um, never really checked them out yeah, all the way.
1: Uh they're not so much new now, about four or five years old. Uh three inches of blood. They're a Canadian metal band. They have some good stuff. King with a with a K. They're they're a Texas metal band. They have uh, you know, a lot of good stuff. it's just depends. Uh, it's like going to a buffet. There's tons of food there. It's just like, what do you like? And that's how it is in the, in our metal community. And we're just um we're relying on you you folks, too, to uh, educate us as well. So that's some of the newer stuff. One one little bit of uh, what I've been jamming lately is going back in the Megadeth catalog and uh, dusted off So Far, So Good, So What. And that was their third release, and it's just fantastic. I just forgot how really, really sick they used to be. And they, they still are, but, you know, you just can't... You, you can't write like a 23-year-old if you're not 23. That's
2: the Good problem. <laughs> so, But I would argue, though, that their present stuff hasn't, they haven't really lost an edge, well, I don't think. Dystopia uh,
1: was fantastic. Yeah, and actually, yes. Megadeth, um, they are in the process of uh, recording, writing and recording a new one. Should be out by the end of the year.
2: Yeah, and I saw them live about a year ago. And again, another one of those bands where when I see them live or I listen to them, like, I don't know why I don't listen to them more or check out... Mm-hmm. More of their catalog, and um, by the way, Dystopia is also uh, the same name of the album of Iced Earth. They had one of their last two releases, um, oh. which I thought was interesting that Megadeth took that title yeah. for that track. So, John, one more we we're gonna uh, just mention Children of Bottom. Uh, I'm checking out their new CD. They're they're also on tour currently. Our show producer has a little bit of history with them. Do you want to just tell everybody what that is?
0: Oh, they've been a client of mine for years. They, uh, when they travel in from overseas, they fly in from Finland, they stop here and uh, and visit with us, and then we supply them with the sound equipment and consoles, lighting, whatever they need for their tour. So uh, they
2: stop by every year. We get to see them, hang out, good That's people. All. And and being the dorky metal fan that I am when I found this out, I uh, realized they're somewhat in my backyard, again, undisclosed location, but... Uh, I was like, man, I, I wish I had known because I would have came out because <laughs> I would love to see those guys. Uh, who knows? Uh, now and we and got then you got a drum head deliver here, too. Did that ever uh, make its way? <laughs> yep.
0: To, I ended up uh, having to FedEx it out overnight to uh, Seattle very, to get it to him on time.
2: <laughs> very metal. Um, so, look, we're not beholden to times on this show. We're not going to pick a night of the week for now. We're going to kind of put these in the can and, and Go Facebook Live when when we're feeling the uh, the metal news and the metal urges calling us. But we did want to keep this first one to 30 because this platform one of the platforms we're using, the show length is 30 minutes for the first one. So I think we're going to try to keep it to that, right? Yeah. For just I this think, first uh, one.
1: I think we touched on what we need to touch on on this uh, pilot do episode. We, do we have an
2: outro, John?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can concoct one. <laughs>
2: All right. So we can ramble a few more seconds while you come up. But anyway, Verna, John the Vernomatic, man, I thought this was really cool, man. I, I've been looking forward to doing this f- since you and I road tripped. It's been on my mind. Like it, To me, it's just going to be really fun to be able to talk about metal and the music that we love. And I think the show's just going to, whatever we can come up with and brainstorm and prepare for, I think it's going to take a lot of twists and turns. And like case in point, I didn't expect to get a whole p- pack of <laughs> Vintage um, heavy metal tickets, you know, here today. So we got a lot of fun uh, stuff um, planned. So I want to
1: thank you, Mark, uh, and um, look forward to the
2: next show. Yeah, and we have no sponsors yet, so no thanks there, no commercials to be run. It's pure, man. This is pure metal radio. Okay, (laughs) beautiful. All right,
0: we'd like to thank you for listening to Metal Mayhem Rochester. Nice, screwed that up already. It's Metal Mayhem.